Hey everybody and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my co-anchor, sister, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey everybody. Woo. Yeah. I love our Wednesday night. Me too. Wednesday. Well, have we got shit to say tonight? We need to drop, my friends. Yes, we do. But kind of don't we always? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely have some, we have some things to say. Yes, we do. Well, we always have something to say, but we've got a lot to say tonight. Well, that is true. <laughs> want to welcome you guys. And of course, it is our Wednesday night uh, case updates show. So that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. want to welcome our chatters. Hi to Cat, Innocuous, RJ, Elizabeth. Good to see everybody. How's it going? How's your day? Good. Busy. I, uh, so as a part of my new podcast, The Eclectic Healer, I also have a new uh, TikTok channel yeah. called Eclectic Healer. And I have been building, I like to make fractals. I'm a nerd. I don't know if you guys are fractal nerds or even know what that is, but I love fractals and I like making them and I like making fractal videos. And so I've been making fractals and fractal videos and putting binaural beats music with them for these little short three minute meditations that I've been putting up on TikTok. And I got to tell you, my eyes are having trouble adjusting right now because I have been staring at my phone all day making fractals. Mm -hmm. I have to be careful because I gave I have a I have a divination card deck those fractals and I gave myself eye strain like bad enough I had to go to the doctor um <laughs> when i made oh. that card deck so i yeah i've been doing that i've been doing a lot of fractaling uh what are fractals fractals are basically geometric patterns that repeat into infinity based yeah. on um mathematical equations there it's kind of this whole math meets sacred geometry thing that's super cool i'll see if i can um get a picture uploaded so i can share it here in a minute yes do yeah. That's very cool stuff. Well, good. It is. Well, I brought uh, I brought some show and tell. <laughs> you did? Yay. I'm not the only nerd around here, it's huh? So hot. I was just uh, looking. My house is basically just littered with sleeping dogs and pigs. It's just so damn hot. They don't want to oh. do anything. Mine too. I Except I don't have the pigs, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Actually, I didn't catch the pigs sleeping this time. But uh, this is my little Rico. Oh, he actually still sleeps under a blanket when it's hot, but he sleeps with his head out, with his ears mm -hmm. straight up like that, which uh, I think is code for I'm damn hot. But yeah. <laughs> I think so. And you don't know really so much from this picture, but Rico's tiny. He's like four pounds. He's a little teeny guy. He's a deer chihuahua. So he has really long spindly legs, but he's, he's a little, little dog. And then, of course, this is so cute. My ancient Skippy. Aww. This is my little Chihuahua. That's a billion years old. He's sleeping on his favorite squash mellow that clearly needs a wash. But how do you take it from him? Because he sleeps on it all day, every single day. Aww. It's his favorite thing in the whole wide world. And all he does is sleep because he you has just need to get another one. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm I'm, I don't have like 10 of those. I know no, I you are. You gave me this for Christmas to prop my own self up when I have aches and pains. And, you know, Skip took it over. He loves it. 
That's and this true. picture will make Christy laugh so hard. We'll explain why this is so funny. But this is my sister's dog, Leo. <laughs> We're babysitting him this week. I had a really hard time getting a good picture of him because he just keeps closing his eyes. And that's so funny because you can't get a good picture of his mother for the same reason. <laughs> that is exactly true. Yes. His mom, our sister Kara, is uh -huh. notorious for being the one that blinks during a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And now Leo's up to it, too. Mm -hmm. So that's just a, a brief tour of lazy animals at my house. Aw. Well, I have a fractal to share. Yes, please do. We oh, can. well, I could. There we go. So that is a fractal. Yes. This is just a, it's a, it's basically a geometric design. It's based on a mathematical equation. And then you put all these different colors in and stuff. It's just something I love doing. And I'm making these little meditation videos that have binaural beats. Um, you know, that's my thing um, along with these fractals. So yeah, if you're on TikTok, come find me. I'm, I'm eclectic healer and I have a bunch of these up already and there are going to be way more of them because obviously I can't stop. Can't and stop, some of them stop. can't stop, won't stop. Some of them are videos and some of them are um, just stills like this with the binaural beats. Because I, I have a bunch of binaural beats now that I can, that I have permission to use, which is so cool. That is so cool. I love so, yeah, that. I'm having a really good time with that. Like that is, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in content creator land. Like that's all I'm doing now. I'm just creating content. And seeing wow. clients, seeing my healing clients. There you go. Yeah. I love it. I, I always want to create content. I started a TikTok. I did like three videos. And True Crime Paranormal has a TikTok too. And we started creating videos. And then we just kind of, uh, we gotta get I don't back know. It. We, we fell asleep. We need to get back to it. Yeah. I'm going to be working on it more. Oh, Bianca like, asked a question about what kind yes. of energy healing. So for me, I do, it, it really is, has become my own version. Um, that's why I call myself the eclectic healer is because I do um, a lot of different kinds of energy healing in combination. And I just kind of made it my own. So I wouldn't call it anything specific other than just, I'm an energy healer. I'm a physical empath. I'm um, a professional psychic and I'm also a social worker. And so it's just a combination of all of those things. Yeah. Kind of what happens when you've worked in the field for a long time and done a lot of work, you just, you, you become the healer you are. And that's kind of, you know, right. with our students and our, our mentees over the years, that's what we've always really urged people to do is become the healer that is you. You'll do things that no one else does that are just right. a part of your gifts. You'll do things that you take from various uh, trainings and practices and, you know, become the the energy worker that you are, which I think right. is the, the 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 best place to be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to share a link to my eclectic healer podcast because somebody's asking in the chat. You can find it on my YouTube channel, which is just eclectic healer, or if you search Christy Brower, you'll find it there. And then I'm going to share this in the chat. This is the page for my eclectic healer podcast. Nice. Um, and then of course you can find me over on the, on the TikTok. If you love TikTok, I am addicted, obviously. <laughs> Someone said, great. Now I have to get a TikTok. Please Who do. Was it? Oh, it Come was Corin. So Corin, yes, you do. 
You guys, um, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Uh, but <laughs> TikTok is where I hardly spend any time on any other social media anymore because I like yeah. TikTok better. I know I do too. Yeah. It's really a lot of fun and it's so it's so much more just about who people are. Like you can really Yeah. I love the creativity of people on TikTok. It's like oh my gosh. People are amazing. The stuff they can do, their abilities and you know, skills and comedy and music and well and the true crime on TikTok is fantastic. It's real cool. Yeah. We're we're gonna Eclectic Healer is on YouTube. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It is on YouTube and you know, we're going to get our TikTok figured out. I'm working on that because we I need promise, that too. I promise I'll help. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Obviously all I'm doing is watching dogs sleep all day. So <laughs> <laughs> you might as well be TikToking. I mean, come right? on. well, we have quite a bit of ground to cover today. I will say one of you guys uh, asked if there was an update in the Ashley Henley case. Now, remember yes. this was, Ashley Henley, she was the rep from Mississippi and her uh, sister-in-law that was murdered. The sister-in-law, Michelle, was killed first. Right. And then Ashley was killed about seven months later, six months later on the property. Oh, Christina Michelle Jones. Sorry. What's her name? There has been an arrest. This is so typical, right? I mean, they were so closed mouth with this case in the first place mm -hmm. when Christina was shot and mm -hmm. this, she was killed and then her trailer was burned out. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have now arrested a neighbor for arson for burning the home, mm -hmm. but that's all they've done. And they won't release the neighbor's name. But we know, right. That there was a rumor mm -hmm. that uh, Christina was having an affair mm -hmm. with a neighbor's wife. Yes, that is a rumor in that community. We can't verify it, mm -hmm. but we're wondering if maybe that's got something, you know, if maybe yeah. that's what's going on here. Yep. There's a lot of speculation and that's about it because they've been so tight lipped. I mean, when oh, Christina yeah. was killed, the police convinced this family to say nothing to anyone for four months. They didn't yeah. even have a funeral they didn't do anything no. because they were trying to honor the request and finally they went you guys aren't doing anything you're just doing nothing you just want yeah. us to just ignore this and let it go away and so then they got really loud about it and then the next thing you know there's another death yeah yeah it's but that's the update there is an arrest but only for yeah. arson and that's person's name isn't being released which is probably illegal but anyway that's all we know right now. Yeah. This so is some serious backwards stuff. It is, you know, the way that it's been so secretive and weird, it just, it smacks of cover up. It mm -hmm. really does. I don't know. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that two women are dead and it seems as though there's so little being done and there's so little talk in the community, like what's the safety level for other people? You know, it's just, yeah. oy. I don't like it. It makes me really, really yeah, not cool. For sure. Yeah. So there's that. We have yeah. an update in the Vallow case. We promised on our Wednesday case uh, that we would not, but now we do. So here you go. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and this is 
regarding the phone call. We talked about this once before and shared some, a couple of clips from the Melanie Gibb phone call. If you guys recall, this was a call that she had with a friend who had kind of set her up. She felt or she recorded the whole thing. This was back what? in. This friend is someone she met online. Yeah. Talking about this case with. And then freaking spilled her guts to this person. They've never even right. met. Right. It's but weird. she was another preparing a people person. She was. She was. Yeah. But uh, the whole lady. thing was weird. Like, you don't really even know this person, you know? Yeah. Yes. So she has this phone call with her. They talk on the phone for more than an hour. Yeah. And she totally spills her guts to her about everything. Well, initially, the... Uh, call was only released in small pieces. There was a little bit, there was a little transcript. Uh, now the entire thing has been released and it was released by a group on Facebook known as true crime underground. So I'm going to share a link with you for the whole thing. If you want to go and listen to the whole thing, uh, be drinking. That's all I can say, but, uh, don't do any drinking games involving not taking responsibility for yourself because uh, yeah. you will die. Please, yes, know that for sure. But I, oh God, I listened to it and I honestly was just, I hate to say this, but pre felt pretty homicidal myself. Mm -hmm. I was feeling a bit violent. I, oh my God. If you listen to the whole thing, you will want to slap Melanie so many times. Mm -hmm. We are going to share a chunk of it, a little piece of it with you so that you can, and we'll discuss it. But, uh, you know, so if you want to listen to the whole thing. Horrified with us. Uh, one thing to note is, uh, you know, we have all thought that Melanie was absolutely dumber than hell. This will solidify that for you. But oh, yeah. also, she can't technology. Holy shit. Yeah. So, Christy, let's go ahead. Okay. You want we me know to? the date of the phone call. The, the phone call was made in January of 2020. Thank you, Ellen. That's a really important thing to clear up. Mm -hmm. January of 2020. Yeah. So, this is a clip I pulled out where she's just finished talking about Charles and Charles' death mm -hmm. and how she friggin' knew what they were going to do. Yeah. This is now her talking about Tylee, JJ, and Tammy. I felt like this was the most relevant piece of this call right now. So be prepared. Get your get your vomit bags out. Yeah. So how are you? Da -da -da. She's real positive and upbeat. And I was like, oh, that's not normal behavior to somebody that gets blown away in your front room. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, that would traumatize me. But anyway, um, so she, she's told to move up to Rexburg. The Lord tells her, move up to Rexburg now. She takes Tylee and JJ with her. Tylee and JJ are up there. I know she's up there with both of them because I can hear them on the phone in the background while she's packing and moving in. And then she, then she tells me, I don't know, within a week or two that Tylee is now at BYU. He's up there. She's up there at school. Hmm. So I go. So I go up to visit her, and um, I see that Tylee is not there. And I, I said, "Hey, you know, Tylee's." I, I, you know, mentioned again, like Tylee went to BYU, and she goes, "Yeah," but she gave me this really creepy look. Mm. Yeah, it was creepy. It was like, "Yes, she's dead, really," and you mm. know that kind of look. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, almost that kind of look. But then I didn't know what to think about it at the time. I was like, "Oh." Oh, why is do I do I feel creepy when she looks at me like that? You know. Yeah. And so anyway, um, then she tells me I get there in September twenty third weekend, and JJ's missing. No, JJ's not missing. Sorry, JJ's there, and she tells me he's a zombie now. Oh my goodness! 
and so was Tylee. Oh, no. So, yeah, so people that are zombies, they don't end up staying alive. You should probably see the right. pattern. Again. And so, <sighs> anyway, so I say, okay, um, she says, I'm just going to give them back to Kay, the grandmother. And I said, well, that sounds like a good idea. Then you guys can move on with your missions. Just, you know, just tell her to take Kay. You think she'll take JJ? I mean, he's a lot of work. Do you think she'll take, you know, no, yeah, I'm hoping so. I'll just have to make something up. I said, well, you know, tell her you're sick or something and that you just have some illness and that you're not able to watch after. So, you know, she's, hey, he's a handful. And so, and plus it's not her kid anyway, right? And so. It's not her kid because she adopted him, right? Right, she adopted them from Kay's family. Oh, she did? And, and, yeah, Oh, as a baby. She, okay. she had him as a baby. Yeah, he was a drug baby, and so she oh, they adopted him as a baby. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she was a really good mom to him. She was. She was really She was really patient with him and very loving. She, I saw her. She's very loving to him. Wow. And, um, yeah, she was hands down. She was a great mom, patient, very patient with that kid. Wow. And so, um, anyway... Um, so she says, she told me, she's like, yeah, JJ is at grandma's house. Uh, yeah, she went. So after I left and I saw JJ right before I left and she said within a week or so, you know, that he had gone to Kay's house and, and that, you know, that's he, that's where he was. So then Tammy da- dies and then I, and then she's in Hawaii when it happens and I call her in Hawaii and I say, hey, guess what? Said, you know, Tammy just died. Do you know this? And she goes, no, I haven't heard it yet. And Oh and I said, well, what happened? What happened to Tammy? And she goes, well, she was a zombie two weeks before she died. <sighs> and I was like, really? She goes, yeah, she was starting to question our relationship. She was wondering if he was having an affair. I said, oh. And so, she, and I said, well, what, how did she die? She goes, well, we just had to do what we could to take her out of her spirit. Something <gasps> like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, um, okay. I'm thinking she said a prayer and her spirit went home. That's what I'm thinking, right? And so, like, maybe she did some kind of, like, blessing or something, you know, like, big people can do that, I guess. I don't know. And um, so, anyway. um, And um, so, anyway, Melanie quit. My God. Right. She was a great mom to JJ, to that kid. To that drug baby bee that wasn't really hers. Wasn't really. Oh my God. Newsflash, Melanie, when you adopt a child, they are they your are child. Yours. You guys, I am an adoptive parent, and hearing that just absolutely made me see red. That makes me so angry that they would speak about JJ that way and that they would dismiss their adoption of him that way. And by the way, Charles also adopted him, you know, but then they yeah. killed him. Yeah. Well, oh. and, uh, about Tylee, that Tylee just, she doesn't like anybody. She doesn't like anybody. Yeah. Well, she doesn't like you idiots because, well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lori confessed to Melanie. Melanie knew. She did. Now, this phone call was turned over to law enforcement right away. And Melanie was already working with law enforcement by then. However, what was she saying to them? It's hard to know because uh, it is. You know, remember that Nate Eaton interview? And I still, I'm I'm so annoyed with myself because I actually was like, Melanie, you are a hero. Thanks for being brave. Thanks for coming forward. And now I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Those kids would still be alive if that fool had gone to the police when they were talking about killing Charles. Right. Maybe Charles, Tammy, and both of the kids would still be alive. Right. Later in the uh, interview, or maybe before this part, 
talking about Alex, she said, oh, Alex, bless his heart. He was just trying to help his sister. Yeah. Bless his heart. He is a murderer. What the hell? Yeah. I can't even with it. It is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Well, and like Jessica says, you know, that she knows that Lori kills all zombies, but she's not worried about JJ. She could have stopped that right there. And that yep. is literally when she, what she's talking about is the day that kid disappeared. Yeah. After she left, he was yep. never seen again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's a spot where the person she's talking to, and by the way, the person that she's talking to's name is Sherry. I'm not going to share her last name. She actually really didn't want her name to become public. And there were some uh, missteps. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to pin blame on anybody, but she really didn't want her name share. I'm not going to give you her last name, but her name is Sherry in case you are wondering about the validity of this and maybe you still are that I don't know if giving you her first know. name. What's I mean, that, if, you, but... if you've heard Melanie Gibbs speak, you know, it's her. She has a oh, very distinctive voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. But she, at one point, uh, you know, as they're talking, Sherry says to Melanie, aren't you worried about your own safety? And she said, oh, no, the Lord's protecting me. Well, yeah. gosh, dang it. Wouldn't it that have been nice for the kids? Right. I guess the Lord wasn't protecting them. Yeah. Horrifying. And then well, towards the end, she asks about, sorry, I'm supercharged up. This is no, so no, annoying no. to me. Towards the end, it gets very, very religious. And towards the end, she says, so what did I learn from this? Well, I've learned a lot of things. And obviously the Lord wanted me to go through this for some reason. And I've just learned a lot about repentance and really repenting. And everybody that's been involved with these groups, are they are repenting. And I've learned that I should not be involved in groups anymore. I'm telling everyone, no groups for me, just no more groups. But I've just learned a lot about repentance. And maybe that's why the Lord wanted me to go through this. Like, are you effing kidding me? Right. This Children was about are dead, dead bro. Yeah. yeah. What a jackass. Well, and well, <laughs> no. she is. I mean, come on. Well, mm -hmm. it's the part about Tammy that she's the one that tells Lori that Tammy is dead. And what yeah. does Lori say? She says, "No, I hadn't heard yet. 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 Yet." And well, she became a zombie two weeks before she died, and. Well, we had to just take care of her spirit. And that meant they were giving her a blessing. Are you friggin' kidding me? She knew exactly what that meant. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is at least four deaths on Melanie Gibbs' head. Yeah, absolutely. She could have picked up a phone at any point and said, my friend is saying some scary shit and I am worried about the people around her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just gross. Instead, she oh. lies to the police about having JJ and yeah. slows their investigation down. I mean, at yeah. that point, God, she knew. She knew it all. At one She'd point, been Sherry complicit this for her, a time. She has. At one point, Sherry asks her, why did, uh, why do you think they've been confiding in you? And this is what she says, direct quote. 
because I have such a love for people and I want to help people. And it's my nature. Um, I help people too much. Do you? Well, I guess some people. Let, let yeah. Me, we'll, we'll tell Tylee and JJ that there, Melanie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tylee, who didn't like anybody, so it was okay she died. Yeah. I mean, Tylee um, was pissed at all of these idiots for the crap yeah. that it had done to her family. And she had every right to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. At one point, she tells David, I just don't have a testimony of zombies. For God's sake. Okay. And he says, you know, I don't either. And they both decide they don't really have a testimony of Chad and Lori. What the hell does... Is that because they are killing people? Or yeah. what does because that mean? They're murdering people and using their religious beliefs as the excuse for doing it? Yeah. Ooh. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, Stephanie, I wonder if any of these people involved, watch, it, like Melanie Gibb, watch these shows about the case. Well, if they do, you know what, Melanie Gibb? You're a piece of shit and you deserve <laughs> to go to prison for this. Just in case. Just in case she's out there watching. Now she knows exactly what I do. a new platform. Uh, because I'll bet you she's got some kind of immunity deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, Red Girl wants to know, what does a testimony of zombies mean? Okay. <laughs> It's oh, actually yeah. a really good question. There's this two definitely Mormons speak. Yeah. Okay. Mormons, a, a benchmark of Mormonism yes. is having a testimony of the church, which basically believe means that you believe to your very core that this is true. And they yeah. have a special meeting once a month that they attend called fast and testimony meeting. Yes. The fast part is fasting for two meals and giving the church the money you would have spent to feed yourself and your families for those two meals. And they uh, hand that money out to those who don't have food and or put it in their big stockpile or whatever. But the yeah. other part of that is uh, testimony. And people come up to the pulpit and they start like this. I would like to bear my testimony that I know this church is true. I know that the Book of Mormon is another testament of Jesus Christ, and then they go on from there with all of their... I know the prophet speaks for Heavenly yeah. Father, like stuff like that. Stuff like that. The prophet who is the president of the Mormon church is considered mm -hmm. a prophet. So, uh, and, and having a testimony means that uh, you will blindly follow the church. You will not ask questions. You will not cause trouble. You will do everything they tell you to do. Yeah, like witnessing. Like witnessing, yes. yeah. Same same idea, just different. So different in her ways. saying she doesn't have a testimony of zombies, it means that she doesn't actually believe it. It means that yep. she hasn't received a message from God that it's true. Yeah. 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 So Which, you obviously know, going you know, I don't have with, a testimony of zombies either. Right. <laughs> just saying. I, I think many of us <laughs> do not at this point. Yeah. It's such a weird freaking thing to say. I don't have a testimony. But the way she speaks is very, very, very indoctrinated, very LDS. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this conversation, you'll hear a lot of things in here that you're like, what in the... But she, the other thing she says is that after uh, 
part of this. I'm not even sure which part. She was so upset and so worried. It was after they asked her to lie for, to the police. And she did. Right. Then she's so upset and worried. And then she is worried about her safety and worried about the police coming for her. Mm-hmm. So she As well she should be. To Utah and to David Warwick's house. And she's so upset and there's so much heaviness on her that David spends the entire weekend ministering to her. What does that mean? That's also a Mormon thing. Yeah. Probably means he's been praying with her, giving her priesthood blessings and reading the scriptures to her, ministering to her because she's just so darn upset. Yeah. You know, the, the centering of herself in this whole thing is one of the things that really bothers me as though this was about her. This was so upsetting for her. This was about um, uh, her lesson, you know, all of those things that you're like, wait a minute, dude, this is not about you. Right. This is about the people who died because of these idiots and because of you not speaking up. Yeah. Yeah. Not upset enough to go to the police. No, David had to minister to her all weekend before she decided to do that. Yeah. Right. I think in the call, she seems to me like a gossip with some hot tea to spill. Right. She's just she's so excited to show up in there and to get this friend on the phone. The friend hardly speaks. Oh, yeah. She She just basically reacts. Yeah. She doesn't even ask her questions for the very most part. Melanie's just vomiting and she's just going what really oh you know and for the most part melanie is just spewing yeah sorry i just i'm going to continue to mess with my lights until i like them (laughs) yeah sorry yeah um the preliminary melanie did say that she didn't have any deals with the police she also said that she didn't need an attorney because she had the lord on her side she did Yeah. yeah Although she lied her ass off at that point in that preliminary hearing. And so obviously she's come clean at some point, whether it was because of this call or not, I don't know. Um, so I would think there was probably some very different testimony from her at the grand jury. I, you guys, think? it's going to be a long time, I think, before we really get to see what was said at the grand jury. But I cannot wait i know me too yeah me too i want to hear it i want to hear it i want to know what did they say yeah yeah i was so pissed today when she said i'm not worried about my safety the lord's protecting me god Mm -hmm. it's so gross and ridiculous but not those children yeah (laughs) that's right paula Paula said she better hope those two never see the light of day because she is on the zombie list now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Back when this case was first breaking, when they first found the kids, my daughter said, if Lori ever gets out, she's going to murder Nate Eaton first. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out there, Nate. (laughs) Yeah, That is funny. That is a really funny thing to say, but true. Apparently, yes. Melanie and David have already gotten married and divorced. That's yeah. the rumor about town. That's I don't have hear. any written proof of that, but that's what everyone has said. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron said, not upset enough to do the right thing until her freedom and safety was on the line. Yeah. So anyway, I did provide. Right. Because she to totally you. centered herself in this as though it was about her, which it fucking wasn't. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, YouTube. 
Sorry. I said the bad word. I think you said feckin'. I heard feckin'. Feckin'. Yeah, I think yeah. I said feckin'. So there you go. That is, you know, yesterday we called the case Lori, Lori, Lori. You know, like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I kind of wanted to do a, like, Brady Bunch themed, uh, you know, uh, thumbnail that I decided it might be in poor taste. So I didn't. But uh, now today I feel like this one should be called Melanie, Melanie, Melanie. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Red girl says narcissist. Yeah. I wanted to just slap the crap out of her when I listened to that. I, I mean, what kind of person knows these things that could prevent the deaths of children and they don't speak up? Like, and doesn't act like that's her responsibility at all. No, she's just this neutral observer. That's like, oh yeah. So she said, yeah, she's away at college, but the look she gave me clearly meant she's dead. What? Yeah. JB said, I heard the emotion you guys had in the episode yesterday. You know, yesterday I felt so heavy about this case and exhausted over this case. I guess, frankly, thanks for this phone call because it energized me. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, those right, pictures, the pictures of the kids, the picture of JJ sitting there alone at Bear World and mm -hmm. because his sister who always took care of him is dead and he doesn't know it. Yeah. And the picture of him the on his last day. The one that got me the most. Yeah, me too. Because there were so many pictures of the two of them doing things together. And so you would kind of expect, you know, if they were at Bear World, that she would be there, you know, yeah. with him. Yeah. We drove past Chad's house today. Not on purpose. Just going to, uh, you know going to buy some produce we have no choice but to drive past that fool's house but scott and i both just mm -hmm. kind of looked at his house at the same time and went, oh. <laughs> I went right yeah for sure yeah how did we, we get, get access to this call mm -hmm. it was posted and i'll put the link up again uh it was posted by a page and a group called true crime underground yeah, I'll post it right here for you. In case and it's you been all over Reddit, like lots oh, of people yeah, talking everywhere. about it now. Mm -hmm. And the pictures we got um, from, were they from Justin Lom or were they from? They were from both. Some of them came yeah. from Justin Lom on Facebook uh, or on Twitter or wherever. He's from Fox News uh, 8, I think, on from Phoenix mm -hmm. and East Idaho News here in Idaho. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So let's move on from that because we do have uh, other Some things other to talk about tonight yeah. as well. So, uh, Christy, let's talk about the DNA for the win case for tonight. Yeah, DNA for the win. Okay, so this is... So a man who was convicted of killing a couple at a South Georgia church... Mm -hmm has been exonerated, but he's already spent 20 years behind bars. So his name is Dennis Perry. Yeah. He spent 20 years, six months, and 10 days in prison. Yep. He has been released as a free man. And yeah. the DA has finally acknowledged that he, in fact, was innocent. Yeah. He was wrongly arrested and convicted in 1985. This was a double murder of Harold and Thelma Swain. This was at Rising Daughters Baptist Church in Waverly, Georgia. Yep. 
So this is well, so one of the up. things they discovered is that the star witness yeah. was paid twelve thousand dollars for their testimony. Yeah, this was his ex girlfriend's mother, mm -hmm. and she said that Perry had told her about his plan to kill Harold Swain. But yeah, she was paid $12,000 reward money for her testimony. And he initially received two consecutive life sentences in prison. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he has now been released. Yeah. And they're still looking for, you know, who did this? There is um, DNA pointing to another suspect his name is eric spar yeah so we'll see but man can't get that 20 years back no that's rough yeah that's super illegal right yeah super illegal to be paying witnesses yeah. reward money who are going to be right shouldn't she be charged for false testimony yes she should yeah. and the um da that used that testimony should also be facing uh, consequences because holy hell. Heads should Buddy. roll in that case. Oh my gosh. Now they are saying that they, uh, they, they know who did it. They're investigating mm -hmm. that person. Now, one of the things that they learned is that the person, the other suspect who did do it, whose DNA is all over it. Mm -hmm. uh, they also have learned that their alibi was completely fabricated. So yeah. there's been so much dishonesty in that case. And mm -hmm. the truth is finally kind of being torn back. So yeah. very it is for this guy that he finally has his uh, freedom. But I, it just doesn't seem like it'll. they're going to do enough to make no. up for what they've done to him. Well, you know, it'll take civil court. So it'll take a case of suing the state and suing the county and whoever else did this you know yeah. but it's hard money does not make up for 20 years of life lost no and the damage that this has done no. Yeah. no not at all they are saying that they're looking into sealing his records so that if anybody looks him up like for a job or for housing they won't know that he was convicted of these crimes well yeah they should be wiping yeah. his record clean they haven't. They're saying they'll seal them instead. Yeah, like, and that's what? not good enough. I hope some. Uh, they need to be expunged. Human rights lawyer gets a hold of this and, uh, you know, yeah, runs laps around Georgia for. This. Well, they should because there's some serious money in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, there so, will never be full justice. GB, I agree entirely. I know. It's it just terrible. Case. It's horrifying. It's horrifying, but I am grateful for him that at least he is out now. And I'm glad that, you know, oh, I don't know. Maybe they have an actual suspect that did it. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to suit the hell out of that county. He sure does. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Hopefully he can, you know. When we had the a case of that not too long ago here in Idaho, part of the release of Christopher Tapp was making him sign something saying he wouldn't sue them. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's bullshit. Should it never is. ever be the case. No. How does that there, there there's not enough accountability to the state if they can't be sued for imprisoning the wrong person? I mean, that's just that can't be correct. 
No. Yeah. Hello, Angelique. Good to see you here. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Now we're, we're going to change gears one more time. Uh, recently in a pop-up, Christy was talking about uh, the Havana syndrome and yes. there's been some more. So Christy, I'm going to hand you the mic here and let you talk about this. Yeah. So this was in Vienna this time. And it was again, uh, like diplomats and diplomat staff, which this is interesting to me that that's where we keep getting hit. And so um, apparently President Biden has, um, you know, directed his security team to double down on investigating this and figuring it out, but it's still happening. Mm -hmm. So there were some people um, medevaced in Vienna. They're calling this unexplained health incidents. Mm -hmm. But they're the, it's the same thing. It's this directed energy attack mm -hmm. that we've seen, you know, now in Havana. We've seen it in the U.S. It's happening. It's happened in a lot of places. And this is scary stuff, guys. This is this is the kind of crime that we are terrified of because it's untraceable. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, more attacks happening. Just kind of keeping an eye on that situation. Um, I would really like to see some answers coming out of the U.S. Uh, State Department. How are they going to be protecting? This was U.S. personnel in Vienna in the, at the um, embassy that were attacked. And, you know, one of the things that they need to do is they need to be talking to these people about this happening mm -hmm. so that they're aware of the risk. Um, but, I, you know, they're still... They still don't even exactly know how to treat them. Some people recover. Some people don't. It's kind of like they have sort of like stroke symptoms and it messes with the fluid in your inner ear, yeah. which is a big deal. Yeah. 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 So this is scary stuff and it's definitely stuff we're going to continue to follow because it's really important. You know, this is not like fringe, you know, conspiracy theory stuff. This is real and this is happening. And we need to know where these attacks are coming from and who's doing them. You know, one of my worries and one of the things I was reading about is that these attacks are, they're practicing yeah, to basically get an idea of how it affects people. What kind of range do they have? How many people can they hit at once? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You're right. And that shouldn't be an option for Anybody. No, it shouldn't be an option for anyone to own a weapon like this. Mm -hmm. This should be on, you know, the list of nobody gets to have these and we kick your butt if you do, because they are. Yeah, you can't. How do you protect yourself from something like that? I don't know if there is a way to. You know. Put, you know, metal in, in the walls in your house to. Deflected. I don't even know if that would work, you know? Well, maybe Organite. Maybe Organite. Mm -hmm. Organite is something that, you know, people have been using for quite some time now to, you know, because they do feel like it helps with uh, various electric stuff. So it makes me wonder. Lead, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, it's going through buildings. Yeah, it is. It's going right through buildings. It's happened to people in their homes. Uh, that was the thing in Havana that was scary is that this didn't happen at the embassy. It happened at people's houses. Yeah. So they were individually attacked. 
it mm -hmm. or a Faraday cage, maybe something. But even then, I mean, what if you're walking out your front door to get in your car? You know, like, is there something you can wear that will defend? I don't know. I don't know. But this I'm very concerned about this because working with energy and working with frequencies and vibrations and like the binaural beats and solfeggio frequencies and stuff. Yeah. I know how dangerous there are sounds that can kill you. You yeah. know, there are sounds that if if you are exposed to them, you will die mm -hmm. because you're it's an overload. It will it will, you know, turn your brain to jelly and burst your eardrums. It's yeah. there's all kinds of stuff like that. This really scary, dangerous stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe the crazy people aren't so crazy after all. Not in this case. This stuff is real. Yeah. So we're going to be keeping an eye on this and continue to re report to you about what we hear. But it is something we need to be aware of because this is something that's happening more and more. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. So if you haven't uh, heard about this before or investigated it, we highly recommend that you do. Yeah. I've got a, there, I did a pop-up on it a couple weeks ago. We have it. So we have an episode on it. And then just, even if you just um, Google Havana syndrome, that's what they're calling it because it was in Havana, Cuba that was first reported. We think who, who the hell knows. Right. Um, but it, it, a lot of places call it Havana syndrome or unexplained health incident. UHI are the two things that are mostly um, that you'll find lots of information if you Google those two yeah. Uh, phrases. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. No one's sleeping tonight. Right? The, the moon will be full on Friday, so you're not sleeping anyway. Let's be real. But yeah. <laughs> so we'll be back tomorrow night with the psychic hour. We are going to do all things full moon. So come and play well maybe we are actually i thought i was in charge tomorrow night so that was my plan not your plan so oh, i should have no, done that <laughs> but we can we never can mind. full moon stuff sure okay fine we're doing full moon stuff how does the moon affect sleep oh the moon affects everything you mm -hmm. know but the moon a lot of people uh report during the full moon period not sleeping very well animals in their homes not sleeping very well lots of weird dreaming the dreaming is what I'm hearing right now from a lot mm -hmm. of people. Lots of weird dreaming. It really affects people who have any kind of mental health issue. Mm -hmm. We'll notice kind of an uptick in symptoms around that time. Mm -hmm. um, yep. You know, as a social worker, it was just as well known. Uh, domestic violence incidents go up around the full moon. Like mm -hmm. people feel more agitated during that time. Mm -hmm. More babies are born. Uh, yeah. The hospitals will tell you whether it's uh, people that work in the ER or work in labor and delivery, they know when the moon's full because mm -hmm. they are inundated. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. But hey, here's my opinion on it, GB, in case you, uh, you know, are interested. <laughs> but the moon affects the tides, right? The moon affects the gravitational pull. It affects the water on Earth. Well, our mm -hmm. bodies are around 68% water. Right. And so to me, I feel like it's most likely that the moon affects humans or, or living beings on the planet, not just humans by any stretch, uh, in various ways, because it affects our very essence, our the water in our bodies. Right. That's one thought. But 
Anyway. Yeah, there are lots of thoughts around it, but it is something we'll, we'll talk more about it tomorrow night and what yeah. we can do about it, how you can help yourself and use mm -hmm. the energy of the moon in a positive way. Yeah, we'll talk about some full moon rituals if you're interested and some fun stuff like that. And yeah, and we're going to have a fractal meditation for you. So awesome. Yeah, good stuff. And in mm -hmm. case you don't or haven't noticed, we do have three really good cases that have come uh, out this week, we started with uh, where did Cheyenne Fox, why did Cheyenne Fox fall from the 24th floor? That's our MMIW for the week. Yeah. And then we have a Patreon case that came out this week or a Patreon discussion, actually. Mm -hmm. If you're on Patreon, we talked about murderabilia and my son, Micah, joined us for that conversation. He is a psychology major, uh, criminology minor. And has had a lot of classes, uh, you know, on all stuff crime and is totally uh, interested and blown away by murderabilia. So he joined us. We had a really fun conversation with him and mm -hmm. an interesting one. And then on Tuesday, Twice the Horror, Summer Wells and Rose Bly. If you're not familiar with that case, Summer Wells was actually a request from one of you guys, I think maybe last week. Mm -hmm. uh, or no, in my pop-up. Actually, it was in my pop-up. So I think it's been actually been requested several times. I think it has. Yeah. So we finally uh, got to it. And then, of course, Lori, Lori, Lori that came out this morning talking mm. about that enormous document dump that uh, Justin Love and East Idaho News just uh, received and some of the stuff in it. So lots of stuff already out this week. And then, of course, we'll be back tomorrow night, 7 p.m. for the Psychic Hour. So... Thanks, you guys, for being here, and we always appreciate you guys. Thanks for being in the chat. It's so much more fun when we have people here to uh, share our ire with or whatever. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tolerating my seriously pissed offness tonight. <laughs> right? No, it's all we have to offer. <laughs> all righty, you guys, you have been listening to another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, guys.